how do I become content with my life, myself, my surroundings, and enjoy life, right? And live from that space. And that can be work for some. And I think it's, it's a constant, I think for me, learning is constant. You know, there's always something I can do to improve. The trick is not feeling bad about where I am. Because if I feel bad about where I am all the time, I may not want to change. I may not think it's possible. I may be overwhelmed, you know? There's one thing I do know about change, though, is that when the pain of staying where you are is greater than making a change, something will change. But in either places, you have to be okay with who you are. Uh, You have to be, not give no judgment. You know, we judge ourselves too harshly most of the time. And that judgment really gets in the way of doing something different. Sean Dustin spent time in federal and state prison for drug trafficking and fraud. Upon release in 2006, he had nothing but the clothes on his back, a bag of mail, and legal paperwork. In 2010, he kicked a longtime methamphetamine habit and started the long climb back up the ladder of life. This is the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast if you want transparency and authenticity you're in the right place this is the nowhere to go but up podcast and this is sean dustin This is the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Dustin. Today, I'm talking to Julie Ward, who is a plant-based nutritionist and a coach, a nutritional coach, I imagine, and uh, also uh, the business that she's in is the Fresh Food uh, Alchemy, or you're an Fresh Food Alchemist? Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. How are you, Julie? I'm doing good. How are you, Sean? Uh, just trying to trying to maintain in the in, in, in the world of COVID. I know, right? Um, it's been interesting, but it's it's also that space where you can really kind of relax and go in and hopefully people are doing that. You know, just to create something new. Well, I know almost everybody that I'm talking to in the personal development space is uh <laughs> Definitely enjoying this time, uh, you know, getting work done, getting, uh, you know, trying to revamp whatever it is that they were doing if they had left it for a little while or trying to reintroduce some new things if, if they've, uh, you know, kind of gone stagnant or stale. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I totally know that feeling in the same process, you know, um, putting together new content, coming out with some really exciting and wonderful pieces to the puzzle. So, you know, that's great. We're definitely going to have to arm ourselves because when this is the easy part, like I've been saying to everybody, and as soon as we come out of this, there's going to be a lot of change. Uh, you know, whether people's situations are going to change, their their uh, mindset's going to change, their dynamics in their own personal lives is going to change. Um, mm-hmm. And we need to be ready to uh, start swooping up some of these people that are going to be like, what do I do? I know, right? What do I do? How do I do it? How come I feel so terrible? What do I do with these new feelings and emotions? 
you know, that that's that space or container to hold all that stuff in is actually now gone. You know, people are having to deal with it and feel it and they're going to have to figure out how to express it as opposed to just expressing it with the people in their, their homes or by themselves. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be strangely wonderful. I think to see, um, how people develop and grow and what people become. Absolutely. And, and part of that too, in, in how you feel, uh, you know, not only what you put in your ears, but what you put in your mouth, right? Oh, totally. Especially during this time, you know, are you feeding yourself the things that are going to give you more energy and keep your brain flowing and keep you positive? Are you feeding, feeding yourself the things that are really going to make you feel bad? And gain 20 pounds. You know, it's real easy to do right about now. (laughs) I had a a whole bag of chips the other day. I know. I know. I know. It's just, you just do this. It's hand to mouth, hand to mouth. And so I'm, I'm guilty. And I'm like, oh, wow, let me take a look at that. Um, And then just a lot of people's biological clocks and schedules are off, right? You know, so when they're eating is a little off and a little strange. What they're eating um, I think I, when it first started, I think I was snacking constantly. Just, oh, wow, I'm home and I have all these wonderful snacks. Let me just eat them all now. <laughs> yeah, this is going to go yeah. bad. I better eat it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You just, you have to get a hold of yourself and be like, hmm, what's making me eat like this all the time? What's going on? Is it boredom? Do I have some other kind of emotions or feelings going on? Let me begin to take a look at that. And how can I shift that and adjust that? And what do I really want? How do I really want to feel? You know, at the end of the day, how do I really want to feel? And what food is going to support that? Yeah, for sure. I know, I know for myself, it's exactly the same thing. Uh, you know, with all of these, you know, between my daughter co-parenting and uh, all, the schedule that I made for myself with recording, I mean, really, it's all I have time to do is just like grab something quick in between in, in between sessions and and uh, and go. And then I'm usually into the night about midnight or wake up at five o'clock in the morning to to finish doing what I was doing the night before. So the sleep is lacking. The food, the food choices are, are, are not very good. Uh, I'm I've actually my refrigerator is going empty and I have to go shopping on uh, on Saturday tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, so I'm really kind of like all right well i'm i'm gonna go get a bunch of healthy food and and uh you know more more vegetable stuff uh you know fruits and 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 things and start weaning myself off of the uh i've done it before but off of the breads the pastas the you know chips the you know the the the, the easy stuff you know yeah I mean, when you think about it, a fruit substitute is easy. It's you can eat an apple, you can slice it. When you're at, you know, we always like. Even for me, it's like, well, I'm just doing this. I could slice an apple and put apple slices right there and eat that, or get a bowl of berries, or get a bowl of blackberries, or so even I. But you have to kind of be cognizant of it. Um, even for me, it's like, oh, let me switch this up. I like these things and I have them. Let me eat them and not buy the other things at this moment. Correct. Correct. So, so explain your, uh, your, your outlook and some of the, uh, uh, bottoms that you, uh, like there's one you'd like to share a story about, uh, depression and, you know, it doesn't, 
isn't depression relinked? Um, I mean, aside from the, the symptoms of depression, which food can be linked to, to, you know, satisfy or, or stuff down that depression and not deal with it. But I mean, some of the foods that you can't eat and, and, and lack of, um, for a better word, what is it? Lack of, uh, hydration, uh, yeah. really can play a, a, a major part in your mental capacity, right? You're, your how you think and how you feel yeah i mean totally i um and everybody is different so i guess obviously talk about my story and kind of what i know in terms of the research um i know that for me growing up as a kid i mean there's when you talk about depression depression there's not just one cause i don't think so i think part of it could be um could be in your dna you know there's there's that genetic piece of it um, there's also that piece of your environment and the things that you've been told about yourself. So then you begin to believe these things and that tape runs in your head. Um, but I also think that what we eat and what we feed ourselves are is, is majorly important because even if you are working on the things that you think and that you're, you're really looking at trying to change this, the support for all that is your environment. It is your food while you're doing the work. So like for me, I know that when I was younger, meat didn't work well with me. Like I could eat something and it would take forever to go through my digestive system. Now, 20, 30 years later, being able to figure out and connect all the dots. I was really sick as a kid. So we had a lot of antibiotics, right? So my digestive system didn't have the enzymes it needed to break down all that meat. Didn't know that, you know? So in my 20s, I gave up meat, felt better. Digestion felt better. Now beginning to connect the dots of why. Your serotonin, the thing that makes us feel good and happy, 90% of that is created in your gut. And so one of the things that moves that along is fiber. So there's a variety of ways that you can uh, create serotonin, but if you eat fiber, what it does is it goes through your digestive system and that movement and that fiber turns on the cells that create serotonin. So when I came out of college, I did change my diet, my food. I gave up meat and it was a gradual process to get here. You know, I gave up red meat, beef, they're real heavy heavies. Um, I still ate chicken for a while and I still ate fish for a while, but I ate more greens. And in my thirties, I think I began to incorporate a green smoothie every day. So it was in the blender, all that fiber, not juice, but all the fiber plus all the antioxidants, plus all of the, the, um, uh, you know, greens have other minerals and elements to them too that also support your mental health. So all of that began to make me, I was like, wow, I don't feel the same way I felt when I was in my early twenties and as a kid. Um, so I know there's a de definite, 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 definite link to food and your mental health. And um, there's a journal, the Lancet Journal of Psychology as there's articles that are now being written about it and you can, people can do the research. There is a definite link and psychology is now catching up with um, what you eat, the food you eat and um, your mental health, your outlook, depression specifically. Um, there's a, there's a list of happy foods, you know, what do you eat to be happy? So, yeah. Yeah, it's great. What, uh, and, and so you started this, uh, I had you on Instagram here. Let me check you out. Um, you, I mean, how, how, how's that going for you? I mean, like the whole coaching thing and, and, uh, you know, obviously you're, you're, you've turned it into something, uh, 
for yourself? Is it, is it a passion or is it now a full-time uh, deal? Both. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of both, you know, I mean, it's still a passion. I think food is my life. It's not, that's not going to change because I know that if I go down a path of just eating things consistently that don't make me feel good, that I'm going to have that situation come back up and that's not what I want. So it's, it's my life. Um, helping people is also a passion. If I can help you, yes. You know, if I can help you do something different, that's wonderful. You know, give you the insights you need to clear up your own health. Yeah. So it's both. So I'm a, I'm a Joe Rogan fan. Uh, I, li- I listen to him, uh, you know, quite a bit. I did, I, I have, uh, I, I have gone, uh, I don't know what, what you would want to call it, but I gave up when I was in, uh, uh prison for a little bit. Well, I was there for a while, but when I, for a little bit, I decided to, uh, uh, you know, go and just eat nothing but vegetables and not, you know, none of the commissary stuff and, 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 you know, anything that they had, you know, no meat, no anything, uh, just to try it, to see how hard it would be to do. And, uh, I, I felt I felt better, but I mean you're limited in the in the kind of foods that you can have there. You know what I mean? It's like whatever they're willing to they're serving yeah. <laughs> at the time. So uh, yeah, I've thought about it. Um, I've listened to a lot of uh, you know Rogan's ideas and the people that he's had on there. You know, with some of these, uh, there was a new movie that just came out. About the uh, the UFC guy that uh, went vegan, game, went vegan. Changers. Yeah. game changers, yeah. and uh, there's different different camps on that. As always, there's always going to be somebody. Oh no, that's wrong, and and you know, kind of how they spun it. You know what I mean? There was certain, you, you know, what I'm talking about. I, I have no, uh, I have nothing invested either way. You know, I I eat good sometimes, and I eat horribly most of the time. Uh, you know, I go through up and down spurts, you know, it's like my weight fluctuates from, you know, 250 to 60 to 230. I'm happy at 230. Um, I, I, I don't feel like I'm sucked up. I go down to 225. I look like I'm back on meth again. So, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and there are those boundaries. And so you ask yourself, and I do it too. I mean, I think. We're human, and I think weight can fluctuate your life. I know that if I don't get enough sleep, my weight goes up, and that's the cortisol that's in my brain. Cortisol can't actually put on a couple extra five pounds. I mean, my weight could go up by five pounds in a day, up or down. I mean, you know, it's, it's easy to do. Um, so then you ask yourself, okay, five is one thing. 10, 15, 20 is something else, you know? And then you go, huh, where do I like to live? How do I stay there? And why is it then when I get there, because I ask myself this sometimes, you know, why is it when I get there, I go out, you know, I, I go back to doing whatever it is that puts on that extra 20 and then I lock in the extra 20. I mean, I don't go over that or the extra 15. I don't go over that, but I never stay in the place that I actually like, you know, so then you have to look at, and I don't want to say never because I'm, I'm, I did look at that, but I, I had to ask myself, what is that? And then you go deeper and you find out, there's some other things going on. You know, it's what we think about ourselves, what we eat, when we eat, when we sleep. Sleep is huge in, in weight loss, and we don't really think about that. Um, but, yeah, but I, as humans, we're going to go up and down all the time. And you have to say, is that cool? 
Uh, or do I really want to be someplace? And if I want to be there, how do I stay there? You know, we do other things that we're really great at and we're consistent there. Why aren't we consistent here? You know, and part of that becomes comfort. And most of us eat around what's going on with us emotionally and mentally, not out of, not even out of need or hunger. We just do this half the time. If we were to eat when we were hungry and eat something appropriate, and then not eat in between the next time we're hungry, you would be a different, we'd all, we'd, you'd be a different way. You know, we'd be a different way. I'd be a different way. So for somebody who doesn't like, who's listening to this for the first time and they, you know, they don't really know much about uh, plant-based, uh, vegan, ve- uh, vegan, vegetarian. Uh, I know pescatarian is, is fish based, right? Or fish only or. Just fish. Yeah. With oh. all the vegetables. Yeah. So, I mean, ex- explain it to me, uh, how, how that works and, and, and we're like, cause it, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my information about this from one source. Right. And, and that, and he says that, okay, well, you know, if you're going to be vegan, you have to do all these extra things and supplement and, and you know what I mean? Cause you're not going to get everything that you're going to need, uh, through plant base, you know? And so I don't, I don't, I have no idea. I mean, honestly, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know either way. So, I mean, I listen to things. I'm not sold on anything because I mean, I, I've done it before. I like vegetables. Um, I just, I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm lazy. You're like, okay. So it's the cooking of them. Is that it? Is the cooking of the vegetables? Yeah. Well, I mean, I found an easy way for broccoli. You know, what I'll do is I'll just throw it in a bowl and throw a little bit of water in the bottom and throw it in the microwave for five minutes. Perfect. Throw some butter on it and be on my way. Uh, but it's just a matter of eating it in the time that, that I, I guess being intentional with it. Like I'm, I'm finding is the more ta- the more, the more coaches that I'm talking about, I'm talking to and, and conversing with, uh, it's all about having intention. And if you're just kind of like floating around, you know what I mean? It's like, you really have no direction. So you're going to go wherever. Well, it's just like you just said you, we, when we first started, right? You talked about editing and how you know crazy you were about editing, right? Yeah. And that's intentional for you. So this program and what you do, this is intentional for you. Your editing is intentional. Your work is intentional. Food does have to be a part of that, you know. And that, and I think that's part of the problem. Um, one, that and sugar. We've gotten really caught up in sugar and it being in everything, so we're addicted to that, and we constantly eat that. Um, when you look at obesity and how it's come about, historically, we, people weren't fat. I mean, you know, that, there was, that was a very small section of society. That was normally the very wealthy or, and, or the lazy, you know, but most people were working. Most people didn't have access to sugar. It was the basics. And most of the basics, honestly, honestly were vegetables, you know, and maybe a bread that was made out of the local flour that was ground wasn't a preservative, wasn't. So there's, there's a lot of other reasons, but yes, you have to be intentional with anything you want to do, right? I mean, spiritual development, personal development, growth, you intentionally set time and place to do those things, to move beyond them, to, to grow and to be that person that you want to be. Um, but you asked me another question, which was, how does, what's the difference kind of per se, right? So if we're talking about vegetarianism itself, so vegetarianism is no meat, right? And that would include no meat, no chicken, no fish, none of the beefs, lambs, etc. but they'll still do dairy. 
and they'll still do oils and fats and those things. A vegan in general is also more of a lifestyle. It's also about the animals. It's about not wearing any type of animal product. So in terms of the food, it becomes no dairy and no meat, but you can eat oil. There's a whole, you can do processed food. So in both of those categories, you can eat anything you want except those exclusions. And that comes in the form of processed, boxed, or fresh. When you then go to pescatarian, pescatarian is, say, a vegetarian who eats fish, basically, right? And then when you have vegetarians, there, then you go the ovo one and then the lacto one. So the ovo vegetarian will eat eggs. The um, lacto one will do some dairy. So there's, there, there are a lot of differences. When you get to a whole food plant-based diet, what it does, and, and historically, I think this is kind of the best diet, which is, it's all about the whole foods. So you don't eat processed food. So yeah, you have to kind of put your own food together, but there's so so many simple ways to do that. Um, but you're not eating anything really out of a box. Uh, you're not eating oils. You're not cooking with oil. So if you want fat, you're doing avocado, coconut, nuts, um, olives. So there are ways to get your fat, but you're not go. It's not going through that whole process and the chemical process um, of that. So in terms of minerals and supplements, you know, the world is changing. Um, I think whatever supplements you need to take, you need to take them based on your body, based on the purity of that supplement. So I always encourage everybody to read the labels, see what's in it, see if you're getting exactly what you're paying for. Um, The only one that I, so vegetarians don't get, not vegetarians, vegans, Uh, B12. So a lot of people have a conversation about B12 and say, oh, you don't get enough B12. And that's not just a meat thing. There are a lot of people who don't get enough B12. So and the same with vitamin D. Most Americans don't have enough vitamin D. So we're not sitting in the sun. We're not walking around. We're not moving. So life has changed over time. Um, So yeah, vitamin B12 supplements, um, nutritional yeast, which is yeast with a B12 added to it, are what people... I take a B-complex, so I get all my Bs, but I take a B-complex for also another reason, which is if you do have any kind of, say for me, depression and the mental kind of issues, um, headache, headaches, depression, a little bit of brain fog, anything going on with your head, particularly headaches or migraines, um, you could be lacking in a B12, B6. So I take a B complex, which helps with my, um, I don't have depressive states, but if there are triggers or anything like that, it's set in my body, you know. Um, any other minerals I take? I take, if, now I'm going to say this, if I, there, B12, you can also get from spirulina, spirulina and the algaes and all of that and the seaweed. I don't eat that often enough, I, I can say, and I don't eat a lot of that. So you have to eat enough of that to be able to maintain that. So I think with minerals, vitamins were created, vitamins and supplements were created basically for the astronauts who didn't have real food, right? And so how do you maintain that vitamin, vitamin mineral level? And yes, there are issues with our soil. And yes, we're not, we don't have a lot of the nutrients, but if you eat a whole food plant-based diet, you're going to get more supplements and nutrients than you would if you didn't. That's one thing. Um, And then I tell everybody that I work with once a year, get your blood test. You know, you've got to know what your markers are. You've got to be clear about what's going on with your body. And then from there, we work towards optimal health. Hmm. 
So it's just it's the same thing as just like basically taking an approach as you know, and a lot of sports are doing this now too, uh, where they're mapping out almost everything uh, yeah. and and you know addressing you know. I mean, if you really want to be an optimal person, I mean, and that's and that's all the way around. Okay, let's just say let's say let's say I'm just a guy, right? Uh, and oh, I am. I'm just a guy, and <laughs> uh, you know, I've I've got. Tons of people that I, I talk to on a regular basis. So I'm always getting a dose of, of, you know, personal development in one form or another. Right. And, and, and then you, I, I get an idea of what all these different, uh, uh, things are and, you know, uh, modalities, uh, different, uh, you know, things that people believe or, you know, uh, structured, um, uh, programs that they've created. And it's giving me a, a lot, a taste of all kinds of different things. And what it seems like to me that you really have to just compartmentalize your, your, like every aspect of your life, you know, your, your, your diet, your mental state, you've got, uh, personal relationships, um, you know, health. I mean, there's, there's just all kinds of different, you know, compartments within your, within your own, um, life and body that you have to structure something for. Exactly. We have life structures. You have relationships, you have finances, you have, um, your physical body, you've got your mental body, you have spiritual, you know, you have those life structures and you have to be really intentional with developing them all. I mean, it, like you said, if you're just kind of meandering through life, you'll meander through life. Um, and you have to set an intentional goal for each one of these. Like I said, I this time that's inside, I'm, I'm an introvert anyway, so I'm probably in the house more than most. But the fact that I don't have any outdoor social responsibilities is honestly, a little bit of a relief to me. I mean, because I get to now stay inside. I go out for groceries. I'm reading. I'm taking classes. I'm, I get to now look at these areas of my life and go, okay, I want to work on this. I, I want to make sure that I understand this area. I, I want to make sure that I understand my finances. I want to make sure that my spiritual growth is where I want it to be. And so that's probably the one that's leading most of these changes in my life right now is that spiritual aspect. And what does that look like? And everything else is kind of coming along with that. So even in my business now, I'm putting in a real kind of spiritual aspect of plants and healing, because once you go beyond the basics of structuring your food and your health, there's there are silent healers, right? Like we're talking about, you, you have to be intentional with it. You have to kind of know why you're doing this. You have to be committed. And there is the energy of the food that you're eating and the plants that heal you. So there, there's so many even different levels to healing um, that, yeah, you have, to, you have to work on these things. You have to be intentional with them. You have to pay attention. Um, and that's great. Yeah, the, the one thing that... that- I've found interesting and I, I, I don't know if I didn't know this or if maybe I knew it and I just didn't pay attention to it, uh, is that in Western medicine, most of phar- pharma, uh, big phar- pharmaceuticals, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ph- ph- pharmaceuticals are, are 
most of them are, are most of the medicines are plant based to begin with. That's what they start out as, and then they put all these derivatives and 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 stuff in them, right? Yeah, that's it. Totally. Um, what Valium, I believe, started out. There's an herb called Valerian, and there are other herbs. So their most pharmacologicals are derivatives of plant of plants. Period. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Um, so I go back to the original, the plants. Um, I'm also an herbalist and studying that. And so looking at the healing qualities of plants and just nature around us is amazing uh, in terms of what it can do for itself and also what it can do for us as humans and really understanding that and also appreciating that. But it's on so many different levels. So what uh, pharmacologic pharmacies and and, and pharmaceuticals did was take one aspect of the plant away um, and make a derivative of that and add to it and make it um, synthetic. Whereas the live plant has so many different layers of healing that matches our body and our own energy and, and sees us on so many other different levels that that also helps us to heal. And so there, I think there is more meat here than there is in the pharmaceuticals because um, the pharmaceuticals can also harm, you know, most plants won't harm you. I mean, there are poisonous plants, of course, but even poisonous plants have great medicine. Yeah. It's yeah. All about quantities. It's all about dosage. Now, the one thing that I do, I, I remember talking to a friend about uh, who was really into this uh, blood, uh, alcohol, al- alkaline uh and like the 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 acidic levels in your blood right and he would always he would always say okay well if you know if you're gonna have a cup of coffee all right because it's it's highly acidic you need to counterbalance that with two cups of water the same the same uh, amount of water and i was like well why do you need to do that and he's like well and how he explained it to me was take a take a, a plant all right and what does plant have that's very similar to humans? Like almost the closest to, to human blood, uh, that anywhere is chlorophyll, right? And how it goes around and it, and it does this, the exact same thing. And he's like, so what happens to a plant when you give it something that's too acidic? Well, what, do, what do its leaves do? They start to curl, curl under and burn, right? And what happens to a plant when it becomes too alkaline? You know, same, same thing. So, uh, something different may happen, but it, it all comes out in the leaves, right? You know, that's where the symptoms lie. Uh, he's all, think of your, think of your blood in the same way and your body in the same way. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I always think about that, but I, I never, I never really practice it. I try. Sometimes I forget. Like in my cup of coffee in the morning, sometimes it's usually followed by a Coke Zero. <laughs> <laughs> So and you, and you know that you're laughing. You're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's. Uh, yes, it uh, I'm I'm just a person, man. You All know, right. trying to make it in this world. You know, we didn't come with a manual, and 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 damn, why didn't we come with a manual? You know, because right. it's. I mean, we're just. I feel like we're a. We're. I mean, there's some people that come out. You know, and they've, they've had the greatest parents in the world and they taught them all the things that they needed to know. And they, you know, they, they did progress through life the way that they should have. But then I, I feel like that's like, uh, that's a small percentage of, of the population because the rest of us, 
you know, we, we experienced, uh, uh, our human experience is a lot different than that. You know, even our parents loved us. I'm sure they did, but you know, they, yeah. yeah, you know, they, they did what they did with the knowledge that they had at the time. And, and now we've got all kinds of knowledge and all kinds of different stuff. And so I, I feel like there's just a huge part of the population that's just trying to figure it out and like going to the next thing. All right. Well, I cleared up this bad habit. Let me, let me move on to the next one and then move on to the next one. And then it's like, at what point do I graduate and become a, a, a full person? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I think, you know, and I think part of that is what, I, I, you know, part of that's the media. You've got to look, you know, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to, I mean, I think if we were okay with who we were essentially, and some of that, like you said, kind of comes from childhood and wanting to be something different and wanting to be not what we are. Um, so therefore we, and, and yes, bad habits are bad habits. We have them. You can change them. That's great. Um, I think being quote unquote, a full human person that's happy and, you know, and that, and that's at the end of the day, that's like, how do I become content with my life, myself, my surroundings and enjoy life, right. And live from that space. And that can be work for some. And I think it's, it's a constant, I think for me, learning is constant, you know, there's always something I can do to improve. The trick is not feeling bad about where I am. Because if I feel bad about where I am all the time, I may not want to change. I may not think it's possible. I may be overwhelmed, you know? Um, there's one thing I do know about change, though, is that when the pain of staying where you are is greater than making a change, something will change. But in either places, you have to be okay with who you are. Uh, you have to be not give no judgment. You know, we judge ourselves too harshly most of the time. And that judgment really gets in the way of doing something different. And it's not about judgment because everybody's doing the best they can. No matter what, your parents, me, you, we're all doing the best we can. If we want to do something different, get the information you need. See what resonates with you. See what works. What's the first step? And be okay with the first step, even if you know there are a thousand more after that. Because oftentimes we start with the first, we're like, oh, I'll never get there, so I'm not going to do it. That's not the point, right? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a master at that. I've, 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 I've mastered that one. <laughs> Why do I want to do that? That's down the road. That's going to take years. It's going to take. But then you go, okay, now it's years, and you're still at that one place where if you had started at that step, in years, you would be there. So it's it's that concept. It's like time is not, we think too much in terms of time. We think too much in terms of how much work something's going to be instead of just biting an apple and eating an apple one bite at a time. You know, that's how we eat an apple. We don't throw the whole thing down in our mouth. We choke. Wouldn't be possible. You eat it one bite at a time. Sometimes you finish it. Sometimes you don't. But you move on. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, yeah. Part of it is totally about changing your mindset. And and I think that's one of the things that really helped me with depression. Because at one point I I don't like feeling bad. And things happen in the world, things happen in your life that can upset you. But you don't have to hold on to them. You know, it's the it's the holding on to that bad feeling or bad thought 
that creates a lifetime of depression, that can create a constant state of being sad, that can create a constant state of anything. You have to make peace with whatever that thing is that happened to you and let it go. Yeah. And then holding on to that, I mean, that, that could be, you know, detrimental to your health as well. That's it. You know, That's- you've, you've got these, uh, these feelings, these, you know, things that, that, that fester in you. And, and I, the one thing I, I've, uh, definitely know is that pain, uh, internal pain, whatever it is, uh, always manifests itself in physical pain in yeah. some, in somewhere in your body. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, whatever, something's going on. Like if you got an ache that starts happening or, or whatever, you know, for me, a tendonitis in my elbows really started getting bad. And, uh, you know, luckily we're, I'm in a place now where I don't have to do, do a whole lot with them, but I mean, it's still, it's not going away. Uh, you know, and and I'm, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to. So, uh, hopefully, hopefully it's not something internal. I thought I worked on everything. (laughs) I thought I was done. As a friend of mine told me one day, we're all all moving towards entropy, right? So at some point, something may may break, something's going to, you know, you just, you you deal with it, you move through it, you let it go. Um, You know, joint pain is one of the things a lot of people come to me about. And that's one thing that when we do change their diet, they see immediate differences. Um, You know, they've got either arthritis or they just don't feel good. The minute they let go of the dairy, the minute they let go of the eggs, that changes in two weeks. It's been, I always, I'm always like, wow, really? I don't, I never tell anybody that, but I'm like, so how do you feel? Like, wow, I don't have any pain. I'm like, oh, okay. Another one, check. You know, (laughs) there are some things that are definitely related to, you've, you've got the, as you said, the internal pain comes out some way. And I think that's the thing we work on mentally and spiritually. And then we take the things out of our diet that also affect our body. And with those two combinations, you've got, you know, you've got healing. And I mean, it's, it's physical. It's what we eat. Uh, it's spiritual. It's our, that mindset development. And it's, um, you know, and spiritual can be the mindset, however you think about it, personal development, that, that invisible that you have to live with and figure out in your head and in your heart and make that connection uh, and, and really change the way you think about things. So if somebody was going to, well, I'm not somebody, I'm, I'm, just, I'm talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> if, if, if I was, I'm going to the store, right. I'm, I'm getting, I'm doing a, I'm doing a, a, a dump, right. I'm doing a, a, a junk food dump. And emptying out my stuff, uh, and going to the store and, uh, I need to, you know, cause it's going to take a little bit, of, go through a little detox from, you know, either the, I don't do a whole, well, yeah, I do do sugar. I'm, I'm lying. Um, if you eat processed food to box, you're doing sugar. That's there. Well, I mean, I eat it anyways, cause I make my own edible chocolate. So, uh, so I mean, it's, and I don't do it with, uh, a stevia or anything. I use regular sugar. So sugar, sugar, but you could change, you, you know, coconut sugar would work well in there. Really? Okay. I mean, even though it's still sugar and it's still going to have the same glycemic, let's see what well, you could substitute that with. What would be lower? Agave. Agave. Um, substitute it with, it's a little expensive, but there is this syrup that it's called Yacon, Y-A-C-O-N syrup. And it's a Peruvian root and it tastes like molasses. Uh-huh. And so it's not as sweet, sweet, but it gives you that kind of molassesy 
a little bit of sugar, but you know, yeah. I mean, in terms of the processing, coconut sugar might be a little better. Um, agave definitely will not spike your blood sugar. Yukon won't spike your blood sugar. But maple syrup, honey, coconut sugar, they'll still spike your blood sugar. And then that spike, what you're talking about, is the insulin spike, right? Yeah. Which, it will, which, which, I mean, that, uh, what, is that what does that do? Uh, it, it, that does something, doesn't it? Like it, when you, because I know when I was doing keto, it would, if if you had that, uh, depending on whatever, uh, sweeteners that you use or, or artificial sweeteners, some of them would give you a spike, like as if you did take sugar. And yeah. there was a couple that didn't, I think stevia. And, stevia won't. Yeah. Um, the sugar alcohols might. I don't know so much about the other ones. What does the other one? People use aspartame a lot. I, some of them I've just forgotten now because they're so terrible. But aspartame are... used to give me a, a stomach ache. Really? Yeah. yeah. And what's the other one in that little pink? Monk fruit? No, monk fruit's kind of, monk fruit's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Oh, the 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 uh, uh, equal or? Sweet low equal, yeah. Was that aspartame? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's it causes cancer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> causes cancer. <laughs> I just forgot all about those, but yeah. So you know the blue, the um, the light blue and the pink. Yes, those. I don't see those so much anymore, but I don't I don't eat out that much either. So yeah, but um, stevia. I do use stevia sometimes. I use monk fruit, and like I have a coffee substitute. I don't do coffee, um, but I'll put that in it from time to time. Yeah, I, I think, like you said, being intentional about what you eat, like. So from a whole foods, plant-based perspective, it's like, if I want to eat sugar, I know I'm eating the sugar. I know I put the sugar in my food. It didn't come into the house in the box that was supposed to be healthy for me. You know, it's the same with fat. Um, so if I'm cooking my food, so think about it. You're cooking your food and you're going to cook something three, maybe four days or four times a day. And you've got it in a skillet and you're going to put oil in there. You just add it like four tablespoons of oil to everything you're cooking four times a day. So you just increased your fat intake there on top of whatever else you might be eating that's fat, be it avocados, coconuts, nuts, you know, and those that are not in that, you're doing some other kind of fat, right? So it's it's about being intentional with what you eat. If I want something sweet, I'll either make it, which I haven't done lately, thank goodness, um, but I will go and buy it and I'll know that this is something sweet. I mean, it'd be a vegan sweet or something, not as sweet as most things, but it's sweet enough for me. If I'm going to eat fat, I still like chips. I hands down, I still do chips and guacamole. <laughs> so I will go and know, okay, if I, if the chips are in my house, they're going to get eaten. That's at the end of the day. That's it. Right. So yeah. either if I don't want them in there, I don't buy them, but I, it's being intentional. I know that if I'm going to eat fat, I got guacamole here, right? And then whatever chip, because that chip was deep fried in something to get it in the bag and make it crispy. So I've got fat together there. Or if I'm doing chia seeds and coconut, I've got fat. Um, anybody needs fat. I eat nuts. So you have to look at where do you get what you need. And I know the problem. And so people will say, oh, plant-based, whole foods diet doesn't give you the minerals you need. You know, it's not that. You know what it is, as with any other diet, we just don't eat enough food or we overeat the bad food. Because I can say that when I've done what I'm supposed to do properly, 
I'm eating three full meal, three full meals a day, right? Normally, I don't eat three. You know, I don't. Yeah. I'm not that hungry. I don't go. Or I'm, unfortunately, it's the snacking that gets in the way of the three full meals. So there goes your nutrient right there. If you're snacking on something and you should have eaten that full meal that had everything in it. So it's not about the diet. It's about how we do the diet. It's about the human being and their practices with the diet. So it's not the diet itself. And I think the diet gets a bad rap for that reason. But yeah, I, my morning might be a green smoothie, which I love and that will have most of everything I'll, I'll, I'll need. But if I don't do that and then I don't eat for, you know, many hours later, then I still haven't gotten the nutrients I need in the morning. Right. And if I don't take something like I'm, I get up and it's like, oh, I got to do whatever. To, and I get to work in that space. Sometimes I do forget to eat mm-hmm. and I'm not, you know, that, and that's a human thing. So I, and you have to be, I, and me too, have to be intentional. I need to eat by a certain time. I need to, you know, set a timer that I need to eat by a certain time. I need to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And if I did that with a full meal, the way it is supposed to be, I would get my nutrients. How do you feel about, uh, uh, what's that, uh, intermittent fasting? I, you know, so this is, there's two, there's two trains of thought, even for me about that. One is, I thought you do it naturally. If provided, if you will go to bed at 10 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. You go to bed at 10 o'clock and technically your last meal should have been four hours before that, right? So last time you ate would have been six o'clock. You go to bed at 10 o'clock and then you wake up. In eight hours, right? You got to get that eight hours of sleep. So you've got eight hours of sleep plus the extra four for that was your last meal. So you've already had 12 hours of not eating. So provided you do that properly, you are fasting. Now, do you think that that 12 is, is good? Or, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, if you can do 12 consistently, you're good. Now, do, what about going 14, 16, or some okay. people even do, do a, 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 a interval of a, of a 24 and, so, you know, like in, in there to try to, for whatever reason. And right. See, so and they're extreme to anything. Right. So that, so that was the first part, which is, the body does it naturally, right? If we do that structure possibly. The extra part becomes, I'm okay with fasting. And honestly, I probably do it again unknowingly because I get up and get to work first without eating that meal. So there are times when I don't eat. So I probably will have already done 16 hours before I start to eat. The deal, the trip for most people in intermittent fasting is the cutoff, right? Mm-hmm. Is the stopping eating, giving yourself time for your food to digest and then sleeping. I think people are doing it and they're getting a rush and they're feeling great and I'm all for it. But say for people like me, I, my structure, we all have to know our body structure, right? What we come here with our body constitution. So I'm one of those people that has always had low blood pressure before I went on a plant-based diet now on a plant, whatever. That's just some of the things I came in here, came to this plant, to this planet with. So I can't fast for more than two days, you know, I can't. And at some point there's a point in time where I have to eat and it's not really about being hungry. It's about, I get a headache. Mm -hmm. So everybody's different. Everybody's body is different. If you get lightheaded, you need to eat. That's not, Oh, I'll get through this and 
I'll be okay. There's certain things that your body's telling you. So I, I, I just urge everyone in those moments to pay attention to their body. And if, now what I will do is I will still fast one day a week because in, in our bodies need to give our digestive system a, a break. And that's what we don't do. If we also ate properly, breakfast, no food for three hours, lunch, no food for three hours, dinner, no food, and then three hours, four hours, and then sleep. The problem is we don't give our digestive system enough time to actually work, mm. right? Mm. Because you should, whatever you've eaten, you need to give it three hours to go through your system and go out. Well, we don't. We eat. We go on to something else. Oh, that looks good. Oh, I got a taste for something sweet. Oh, I want to, I want to eat this. I want to try that. I want to, I need a snack. I'm doing some work. Let me snack on something. And then we may skip a meal, but we snacked for like three hours or two hours, you know, whereas a meal would be a good hour, you know, let's just say an hour, you sit down, you eat, you, you take a moment. So that could be anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour, but now you've been eating for three hours. And not giving yourself that digestive system to rest. So intermittent fasting actually does that, which is not a bad thing because then you have an hour of eating, a window of eating. Like I know people do what, eight, they eat for eight hours and then not do for 16, which is fine. And that's, I think to me, that would be the optimal space because if you're also sleeping 12 of those 16, not 12, but if you're sleeping like eight of those, you have eight hours in the day and then you're eating for eight hours. I think that's a better routine. Um, then like you said, the person that might be fasting, unless you take a day of the week and you fast for 24 hours, which is not a bad thing at all. I, I think there's an extreme. Now there's one place and I haven't gone and I would love to go. It's called true North. And I think that's, I think if you're going to fast for more than two days, three days, depending on, depending on your body type, you should get some professional help. You should go, somebody needs to be watching you. Somebody needs to be watching your markers. Somebody needs to be paying attention to you. Uh, there's a place in Northern California called True North where you can go and do a 10-day water fast. But there are doctors there. There are nurses there. They're checking you. Somebody's looking out for you. You are on a facility. This is not something you're doing at home. Um, because when you think about spiritual cultures that fast, right? Like mm -hmm. Ramadan, Ramadan now, right? So mm -hmm. Ramadan, you eat only from, what is it? Sundown to sunup. Mm -hmm. So you're not eating for the rest of the day. And a lot of people are, you know, people are able to do that. Some people are not, you know, and that fasting season, again, you have to watch who you, you know, but that's also for spiritual reasons. So it's fasting has been around for forever mm -hmm. in different contexts. Well, you're giving me a lot to think about. <laughs> <laughs> I was rambling for a while. Sorry. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. I mean, this is uh, for me. This is a lot of these are as informative for me as they will be for somebody else that's listening. Cause it's like, you know, it's the first time I'm, I'm talking to somebody about diet, you know? So okay. it's great. I, I enjoy it. So we're at one, we're, we're getting to the close to the time where you got to cut out of here. Um, go ahead and plug all your, uh, places, spaces and, uh, and let people know where they can find you. Yeah. So, um, if you guys are looking for any nutritional consulting, um, if you're looking for nutritional help, you want, people want to transition from whatever they're doing now to incorporate more plants into their life. 
their doctor has told them, hey, you've got a high blood pressure, you've got high cholesterol, you need to do something with your diet. Um, I help people in those spaces. Uh, women that are going through menopause, that can be corrected with diet. If you're having any kind of anxiety or depression, that can also be corrected with diet. So those are, and, and digestion, that's my specialty. Those are my sweet spots. Um, and they can be helped with a plant-based diet for sure. So if you people want nutritional counseling, one-on-one, I have online classes. I have um, group online classes. And I have a, a program actually that's coming up probably next. I'm working on the details now. So this is this COVID space where I'm getting to create something new. So I've got a three-week, because um, going to call it, uh, it's a healing class, kind of level one, mastering your health. And it really talks about food. It talks about digestion. It talks about um, how do you, especially in the space we're in now, how do you not gain the COVID-15? You know, how do you actually um, put the foundation to heal and maintain optimal health? What does that look like? What are all those aspects? Like we were talking about being intentional with it. What does that mean? Um, so that's going to come out. That's about three weeks. But if you follow me on Facebook, Fresh Food Alchemy. You follow me on IG, Fresh Food Alchemy. The website is freshfoodalchemy.com. Um, and you can reach me by email at julie at freshfoodalchemy.com. And I can answer any of your questions. I also do what I, what I love and I have the most fun with. It's called a nutritional blueprint. Where, and I do this for people who are a little further along. They're not, they don't really just want to start. But if they're in a place in their diet where they've tried a vegetarian diet, they've, they've watched the videos, they know what's involved, or their diet just needs a little bit of tweaking, I look at what they've been eating. I have this really long involved kind of questionnaire. And then I tweak their, their food. I tweak their intake and go, this is what you need to eat to have the goals, to reach the goals that you want to reach. And so I do that too. So I'm, I do my best to work with everybody wherever they are. But if people follow me on Facebook and on IG, every now and then I do free online uh, cooking classes. I do free online talks and meditations and that kind of thing. So, yeah. Well, awesome. Well, thank you for coming and spending some time with me today. I hope, uh, you know, my listeners got something as much out of that as I did. Uh, and yeah, follow, follow Julie on her places, spaces and, and everywhere she's at, uh, online. If you are definitely into learning more about plant-based diets, uh, as well, I will talk to you just right after this momentarily as soon as I sign off. And, uh, thank you. Thanks again, Julie. You've been listening to the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast. Sean is a single dad, a union blue-collar guy, and he spent time in federal and state prison for drug trafficking and fraud. When he was released from prison in 2006, all he had was the clothes on his back, a bag of mail, and some paperwork. Since then, he's turned his life around and shares the struggles and successes on this podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we hope you were moved to connect to the show. Book a guest spot. For merch, Patreon, PayPal, and social media links, go to linktr.ee slash nowhere to go but up. On Instagram at nowhere to go but up now. On Twitter at but up now. On the YouTube channel at nowhere to go but up podcast. See you next time.